All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Atkins Family Podcast. I am your host, Benjamin Atkins, and I am accompanied by my lovely wife and co-host, Takia Atkins. And today we have a special episode for you. It's an episode that will only come once a year, and I'm pretty sure some people may be, may be able to figure out what that is before we actually say what it is. But um, I'll let Takia let the cat out the bag. Wait, what? Sorry. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh, boy. I tell you, man. <laughs> we supposed to, I'm supposed to be telling them what we're talking about? Yeah, tell them what we're talking about and why it's so special. Well, it's special because tomorrow we are celebrating our second anniversary as a married couple. Our two-year anniversary, folks. Well, it came a mighty long way in just two short years. Woo. I think the Lord that he brought me. Yeah, he did. He brought you. Hey, see how we, <laughs> you know what? I'm not, I'm not, not doing this with you, okay? Not, not, not doing no, it. No, 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 no. He brought us. He brought us. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to, one, Takiyah wants to recount the actual day we got married because we haven't said anything about that. We talked about our journey to the altar, but the yeah. very day. That we got married. We didn't actually share that story. And then after that, we'll say some of the biggest things we've learned in the past two years of holy matrimony. Right. Um, I wanted to tell the story of uh, kind of how we got. Well, how, how we got to the courthouse, because that's that's where we uh, that's where we first got married. It was at the courthouse. Um, I think it's important because I think. Not even just because I know that there are a lot of assumptions and just because it was so fast and all that good stuff. But um, just to highlight how relationships go through different things. Um, but I feel like when when God has said something to you and your mate, it's important that you move on it, um, even if it doesn't necessarily make sense to the crowd. And I think our decision to get married when we got married, it didn't, it didn't make sense to the crowd. Um, and, um, honestly, I don't even really think it made sense to us. I never would have chose in my right mind to be married on a 13th, uh, because our anniversary is on February 13th. I just don't like the date. It's on February 13th. And then after we got married, we realized our anniversary was the day before Valentine's day. So yeah, we got the two in one punch. Literally, you know, when we get some more money, we're gonna be able to celebrate both days like <laughs> they the best days. But in the early stage of this of this thing, we just celebrating the anniversary. Yeah, yeah. anniversary and Valentine's Day, you get some flowers or something. You just squeeze it all together. Yep. It's it's crazy because I think COVID has actually it's making it more special. I feel like got to be more creative. Got to be more. Um, it's it's more like it's more things that I like. I'd say that it has to be more thought out versus, oh, I just got us a restaurant and I got us a, a place at a restaurant and we going to do this and that. So, yeah, I will say we definitely had to put more effort into it. Uh, of course, with COVID. Um, I mean, that's no problem for me. Uh, I actually like doing stuff in the house anyway. So, yeah, it works out for the both of us. And. We're going to spend time together and we appreciate the little things. COVID has made us appreciate the smaller things way more than before. Absolutely. 
car rides to go pick up food tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to it. Right. Just the car ride, not even eating. Right. I'm looking forward to eating it too, but. <laughs> so I, uh, I'll let Takia tell the story or start the story off and I'll chime in because usually when I recount these stories, they're not accurate to Takia's liking. So I'll just let her All go right. ahead. I'm going to let her do her thing, you know? All right. So I can't, I can't necessarily remember. I think we had been through a lot of back and forth about getting married. We had set a date for uh, getting married. Uh, and it was at like the end of 2019 and I was not pleased with um, <laughs> waiting that long not, at all. Not pleased with waiting that long. Not pleased with the state of our relationship at the time that I proposed the date. Yeah. No. Uh, you weren't pleased with too many things at that time, but go ahead. All right. Dang. No, I wasn't. I actually was not pleased at all because I felt like um, we had everything we needed to be married. And when I say everything we needed I think over and over and over, God kept saying, this is what I want you to do. And I'm like, that's it for me. Like that was literally, that was all I needed. Confirmation on top of confirmation. And I'm just looking at my husband like, okay, so why are we waiting that long again? Hey, I guess. Getting cold feet, huh? I'm not going to go back and be the dead horse. We already said that story. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah, we were basically on two opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Regarding the timing of marriage. We both knew that we wanted to be married together, but the timing was the biggest debate. um, Yeah. Which ultimately came to a crescendo on February 13th, 2019. Yeah. So I think that that... We had had our first, uh, one of our first premarital sessions with one of the couples that we were uh, being counseled by that Saturday. And, you know, they were basically saying, you know, y'all kind of got everything that you need. So um, they were pretty pleased with where we were um, as far as, you know, us both wanting to be married and all that good stuff. And so I'm like, every time somebody said something like that, I'm like, bet we should just go do it. And then um, that led to Sunday where we were in church um, and our bishop at the time, just at the end, he just randomly said that um, God was, I think he said God was sending spouses um, in 2019. And I was like, yo, yo, we've been talking about this. The pastor just said that the Lord is sending spouses. I'm not understanding. Yeah, I was really confused. So that that led to a huge argument. Um that was, I guess it was kind of settled. Um, and then I think, because we got married on a. Yeah, it was a Wednesday. Was Wednesday, right? In the yeah. smack dab in the middle of the week. Yeah, it was a Wednesday. So we um, we had gone back and forth that whole week. Um, he, he was like, because I was planning to move in with someone and he was like, uh, just wait, don't do it. Um, and then he like. He was kind of just asking me where I wanted to live and looking at apartments and stuff. So I'm all excited. And then I think it was like, he was like, oh, never mind. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, no. Wait, what you mean, never mind? Exactly. Like, I was so mad. And um, I, I would say, so on the day of, um, literally riding to work, it's probably about seven o'clock in the morning. And um, this is the point where he is uh, usually unreachable. Because he's, um, I guess, walking to the ship or something. I don't know. Um, but 
I knew he couldn't respond to whatever it is I was going to say. And the old me was like, um, you know, you're not going to keep playing with my feelings. So that's one of the reasons why I kept, you know, breaking up with him. Um, cause I feel uh, like, well, I, well. <laughs> I was just trying to be, I said that to say this, um, on the day, on that specific day, I was just talking to God like I normally do on my way to work. And I was like, God, I'm done with this. Like, I'm I'm really about to break up with him. I just need you to help me to be done with it. And I just remember thinking like. Um, she was trying to drop your boy. Yeah. That's crazy. Right at the corner. It's all good. But um, I just remember thinking, you know, if I believe that God said that we're supposed to be together, then I have to trust God. And I remember just releasing everything in that moment and just saying, you know what, God, I believe that you said we're supposed to get married and I'm going to stop pressing my issue with this time thing. And I'm going to just, I'm going to just walk this thing out. So I sent him a text, um, basically saying that, and, um, the text was not delivered, uh, because he was, he was in a space where he didn't have service. And, um, so the next text I got from him was, uh, let's get married. And I was like, well, duh, that's what we doing anyway. And he was like, no, today. And then what you, what you, what you had thought? I was like, I, I was like, um, I just kept asking you, were you sure? I, I believe. And then I was, then, but in my mind, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Like I was, I was stuck. You were stuck. You, you, your prayers just got answered. So why you you supposed to be up in the car shouting or something? No, 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 no. Because my prayers had got answered a couple times before and it had so turned you was, out. you were skeptical. Yeah, I was you like, the, I was like, he playing. You let the circumstances, you know, dictate how you feel about the word that God gave you, huh? I let I let the the actions of a person, the person I was dealing with, I was like, I'm not about to get excited. <laughs> so, I'm not and that's that's how it was and then that's why I couldn't even I felt like I couldn't even tell people because I was like I'm not about to say nothing and then it don't happen so I was like I'm about to I was I was itching to like text my mom but I was like nah because oh I had a couple reasons in my head number one I was like he might be lying um and then <laughs> <laughs> number two I was like I, once once we started really talking about it we were looking at the um, the times that the courthouse closed. And, and since we were going to do it that day, it didn't leave time for anything but to go get off work and meet at the courthouse. Literally. Yeah, because what, the courthouse closed at 4.30 and we both got out of work around like 3? Yeah. 2.30, 3 o'clock? And we got married at the Norfolk courthouse. So literally I got off work. I remember like, um, and, and, you know, I pray the same thing when I'm making big decisions, you know, God, if it's not your will, don't let it happen. Like, let me not have my, let me, let us get there. And then me not have some paperwork or him not have some paperwork. Cause I'm also looking up, you know, what do you need to, to get married? And so I'm making sure I got everything and he's making sure he has everything on his end. And then of course you got to pay something, um, to get married. So we're, you know, putting everything together. And then, uh, you know, as the day is moving, moving on, I'm starting to get more excited. And then I'm kind of, I did let my boss in on it. Um, my boss was actually, uh, one of the couples that, that counseled us. So I did let her, her in on it. Cause I needed to get, I needed to get out of there. Like I needed to, I needed to jet. So I didn't, I really didn't have time to, um, stick around like I usually did. So I just let her know, you know, what was going on. And um, I left. I remember 
leaving, getting gas, and showing up to the courthouse. He was making sure you got there as fast as possible. Oh, yeah. You didn't want to miss your opportunity. I didn't. I didn't. And I'm like, yeah, I'm itching the whole time. I'm like, dang, I really should just text my mom and just like at least ask her to pray or something. But I was like, so this this leads to the third reason why I did it. Um, And I think I was like, for me, I spent so much of my life like really, really dependent on my mom. And it's it's not a bad thing at all. I think it's the way you're supposed to be with your parents. And I, and I felt like that was the leap that I personally needed to take by myself. Um, and that was me stepping into, this is what I told myself. Um, that was me stepping into <laughs> being a wife. So that's what you told yourself. That's not actually what it was. Well, when I say this is what I told myself, some people might, might not agree with it, it being this deep. Um, so that's why I put it like oh. that. I do feel like this is, this is what I needed to do um, because, you know, most of my, de- all of my decisions, I ran through God and my mom. Um, like I, and it was serious. So it was like, all right, this time it's just going to be me and Jesus and my husband. So that's what I did. I'm, I'm on my way to the courthouse. We get to the courthouse. I looked a mess guys. Like <laughs> that was the day I just, cause I was so mad or just, feeling a lot of different ways that morning when I got dressed, you know, usually I'll take pride in what I'm wearing. And that morning I was like, whatever, I'm about to just put on some clothes. It don't even matter. My nails won't done. Well, they were done, but they weren't, I needed to fill in. So oh my God, everything was just off. Everything like my pants was too big that day. I just, it was, I looked horrible. But we met and I'm still, I'm still like, I don't know. He might he might try to switch something up. Yeah, he might pull a trick on me or something. So we got there. He was mad nervous. I was mad nervous. I you know I was mad nervous. Cause you didn't even propose like you were supposed to. And then after you told me you were nervous, that's why you didn't do it. Oh yeah, yeah. I just we had to do it. Right. But nah. <laughs> we went in there, we did it. And I guess you can speak to kinda I told what was going on for me. Oh yeah, I, I knew that my side was gonna come on. So when I responded to her message, I actually didn't respond to her message till like at least a couple hours later. Yeah. Uh, during that time, I'm on the, I'm at work and I'm on the ship, so I don't have service unless I'm in certain areas. So I'm talking. I actually spoke to one of my coworkers who he, he ended up, what, he married his wife. Like they came, she had came down. Oh no no, they were dating. I don't know how long they were dating, but they weren't dating that long. And he was about to switch duty stations. And basically, they just decided, like, hey, either we're going to get married or we're about to break up. Because there's not going to be not any way that that whole long-distance relationship thing, that wasn't going to happen. Like, I'm in the military. It's just going to be over. So they ended up getting married uh, right before he switched to his station that he was currently at right then. And uh, he was telling me like they were married at that at the point that he was talking to me. They were married four or five years at that point. And uh, he was just telling me about, uh, you know, his story and how they worked through their issues, basically giving his testimony. And um, he told me like, hey, man, look, if you want to do it, just go do it. Like, <laughs> like take a leap of faith or something. Uh, I mean, I was still kind of. I guess in the middle, in between, or whatnot. But it did kind of give me some sort of peace. 
uh, just guess I guess gave me enough courage to go ahead and just do it. Uh, so after that, after talking to him, I was like, man, all right. Took a deep breath. I was like, okay, all right. I could, I could, <laughs> I could pick up. I could pick up what you laying down. I'm over here. Like, okay, Probably like he pumped me up. So, <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm pontificating over the idea and the thought, and I go to a different place on the ship to actually start working. And that's when I, I just pick up my phone. It's like, let's get married, right? So at this point, when I pick up my phone, since I just got into a place on the ship where I get service, I still had not yet received the message that Takia has sent to me. So on my phone, if you looked at my messages, it would say, "Let's get married," and then it would say, "I don't, you know, I'm 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 willing to wait and work it out however long it takes." Uh, so. I actually, it seems like it worked out that we were both coming to a place of just relaxing on our side or giving up our side, coming to the other person's side. Yeah. And that's how it ended up working out. Uh, I always tell the stories like God was just working it out on both ends. We both were coming to a resolution. And that's ultimately how it happened. Um, of course, I told her, yeah, no, nah, we let's do it today. Let's do it today. Uh-huh. So I, um, did I get off at lunch that day? You got off a little bit early, yeah. Because you got to came home and change and all that. Oh, yeah. See, I did get off a little bit early because I, I, I now I remember because I, I didn't go in there in uniform. Okay. So, yeah, I ended up getting off a little bit early that day. Uh, I was supposed to actually go work out, but I was like, nah, I'm not going. I'm going straight. To handle business. <laughs> a man on a mission. So, yeah, I went home, changed up. Then I went to the courthouse whenever it was time. And then we met up outside the courthouse and we walked to the, well, we took the elevator to the fourth floor, third floor, whatever floor that that the uh, marriage certificates are administered on. Mm-hmm. We sat in that line with the other couples that was getting married or getting a certificate that day. We filled out the paperwork. <laughs> man, I remember it like it was yesterday. We was just sitting there nervous. Me and me yeah. and Takiya, man, that's and that's it's amazing. It's us. Yeah. Wasn't I for sure was on my own. I wasn't telling nobody. <laughs> so I knew if Takiya gonna have to be gonna have to ride with me because I ain't got nobody to, especially because I'm out here on, all alone too. Like literally, um, my family is across the country. Yeah, this is gonna be me and you. So it was it was like me and her versus the world for like that first couple of days. Cause oh yeah, we had to field field questions and responses and reactions <laughs> from people all across the spectrum. We had some people that were super excited for us, and you had others that were worried about it. And then you had some that I think were completely disappointed and thought we made a foolish decision. And Ooh. they are probably surprised till this day that the marriage is prosperous. It's only yeah. been two years, so I'm not going to get prideful. But I think we work it in the right direction. And yeah. we've overcome a lot of challenges in the very in the first two years. Hmm. Uh, I know that that, that day uh, I already had a ring. So, so I think this, yeah. this is how close we were to the altar anyway. So it's not like... Even when people people think that it really, really was just out of the blue. Nah. No, I already had a ring at that point. Yeah. I told he you had, it wasn't. A, both of them. The, the engagement ring and the um, wedding band. I had an engagement ring and a wedding band at that point. It wasn't a matter of when. It wasn't a matter of if we were getting married. It was just a matter of when. Yeah. People don't understand that, though. But 
I digress. <laughs> yeah, so we we did it. And I think, you know, it just brings back so many memories because it was probably like, it's almost like the further we get away from that day, the more I understand why it had to happen the way that it did. Um, and I know like to, to speak to this point when he said, you know, some people were probably like, oh, y'all made a foolish decision. That day, I think, was the clearest we had both ever heard from God because we had literally both of us had set aside our fears and our doubts because there were a lot of different emotions that were guiding our relationship up until that point. So where most people look at it like, oh, the marriage was, you know, that was a foolish decision. Everything else we had doing, been doing before was foolish. Um, but that that decision, um, even to this day, uh, it's like, yo, that was that was probably the best thing we could have did. One of the um, best decisions I ever made. Yeah. it's and, and it's like he said, you know, it's been rough. It's been like a. It's been a crazy ride, but I can't I can't say that where we are right now is settled into a place of uh, growth and development. I don't I don't really it's it's not it's just really good. And I don't say good like we won't be like having hard times because we definitely do. And we definitely are at a, a, a I feel like we're really at a defining moment for both of our lives individually and together. Um and that's just with individual problems and the fact that we, you know, we just we just had our first child. So it's it's a lot of stuff going on. But it's like every day, um, like I said, the further we're getting away from that day, the more it's been made clear why God allowed it to happen the way that it happened. Why why it had to happen the way that it happened. And I think it really taught us, you know, how to lean on each other, because at, at one point or another, all of our parents, except for like one, was like mad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we really were like out here trying to defend and, you know, answer all these questions. And, and then sometimes it, I think for us, it, it really we really had to stick together because we didn't really have the answers. All we literally had was we felt like that's what God told us to do. And we had each other. Right. Uh, no, we had... Um... I know we had our youth pastor. She was. Oh, she was hyped. She was on us. She was hyped. <laughs> uh, then we also had uh, another pastor. He was real supportive. Then we had the, the couple. Her boss was real supportive. Yeah. So, I mean, we had people that was. We had people that was there and was willing to get into the trenches with us during that. Oh, yeah. That beginning phase of marriage. and. Even to this day, I believe they would, but I don't, yeah. I don't think they'll have to get into the trenches like we they used to. <laughs> oh, no, no, because like we, and that's the thing. I think, I think that's why God was, um, I think that's why everything really worked out because we really have like a really good support system. We don't really, um, even when it comes to parents, you know, once we work through all the craziness of just that day and everything that happened, we just got, we have wonderful parents we don't have the story of, oh, I can't talk to my in-laws um, from either side. Everybody is extremely supportive. Yeah, the in-laws take the other person's side. So Yeah, so we good. It work out. Like, for real. Like, we good. It, it's, <laughs> you know, and it's, 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 been, it's been beautiful to just have added family members um, that really, really support you. 
and that you can go to. Because like I said, you know, it's been rough. So being able to have an uh, extra set of parents, being able to have um, extra ears that can offer you what it is that they have to offer. And then not, not look at both of y'all like y'all are some buffoons at the end of the day. <laughs> you know, like what are y'all over there doing? Um, but giving us the the uh, freedom to grow, um, and but still be there alongside us if we need it. It's it's been amazing. It's been really really good. Really allowing us to work it out. You know. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna sit here and I'll be upfront though. I don't suggest other people do that. I think nah, we kind of got luck. We kind of got lucky. Yeah, we really blessed in that area because most of the time you can't talk to your parents about. Yeah, I don't know. No other couples. Every time you hear stories about that, it's always a horror story. It's never a, a pleasant story. Yeah. So let's just, let that be a disclaimer. Yeah. But for us, though. We good. <laughs> <laughs> like, we good. <laughs> we can we can call up and, and say whatever we need to say. And, you know, you know, they offer what, like I said, what they have to offer. And then, you know, it, it ain't no, it's no lost love. On either side. And I think it's, I think here's the thing. Um, when we got married, I think our parents literally said, okay, now your spouse is my child. And they carry it like that. It's not a, it wasn't a fake statement. Like we literally see them living it out every day that the other person is now their child. So. Yes. Yeah, it's a true statement. That's a true statement. Um, I think another thing is, uh, once we got married, like I said, we had people that are willing to get into the trenches with us. So it's like God provided guardian angels over the marriage Ooh. from day one. Lord. People that's going to get down there with you. Yeah. Get yeah. on the floor with you. Yeah. Cry with you. Ooh. Listen. Dying they, with you. Listen. They, I mean, like, I think we first got married, moved in our apartment. We have nothing but clothes. Literally. Like, we, we just sitting in there with our clothes and the air mattress because we was waiting on the bed to come. And our youth pastor walked in there. With every kitchen thing we could ever need. Oh yeah, we still got that whole set. All of it. She knows who she is. We yeah. Her name. <laughs> right. But we still got all that stuff, and we still use it daily. Right. She. I mean, when I say she hooked us up, she and all that. I literally just asked her to come and pray over the house. I don't even think she prayed. I think she. I think she got real hype with us. <laughs> sing a song, a song with us. The Atkins family song, and she, I mean, when I say she. Like when he say, you know, people got in the trenches with us. This woman went to Walmart, printed out pictures of us, got frames. And I mean, she set the whole house up. Yeah, I could definitely see us. We got on. Whenever it's our turn, we're going to have to pay for it because. Yeah. If we ever find a young couple that get married, we're going <laughs> I'm going to be right there because I already know. What. I already know what's up. Y'all about to go smooth off a cliff. I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> But it's okay though, yeah. because God is good. And if you stick with me, look, that's getting into what we learned. What I learned, look, so stay with God. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any other. Like that's probably just the biggest thing that we've learned. I think that's when I say we've settled. I think that's where we're settled at right now. We're settled in God, because this. I mean, like it's still stuff we're trying to work out within our marriage, but it's. I would say it's less weighty. Like we're laughing more. We're we're better around the house. Like the atmosphere is much better. We're just doing good because I think both of us have really gotten to a place where it's like, look, God, it's all you. Yep. And we press into the Lord and yeah. become more Christ-like as we continue our faith walk. 
our marriage just gets stronger and stronger. And then as I look back on all the issues that we've had, as I always say, it's always a sin problem at the end of the day. Yeah. So who has the answer? God. The Lord. <laughs> the Lord and Savior. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Exactly. So, I mean, that's the biggest one. And everything else we'll say after this is all sub points to that. That's the yeah. biggest one I'll tell you. If I could tell you anything, read the word and believe the word and actually not be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. Yeah. And that's going to be hard because that's much more simpler stated than done. Simply stated than done. Um, not that is not that what God asks of you is complicated as a concept. No, it's like, for example, forgiveness, you know, in the simplest form is or at least the debt, forgive him. But walking that out, that's yeah. much harder. He's not asking you to go turn flips and learn mathematics. All the stuff that the Bible teaches you to do is stuff that's, you know, simple life stuff. That's just hard to actually walk out. You know, so that's what I that's what I always would that's what I will tell a person the first and foremost. And of course I would break it down when ain't got time to break it down on this podcast, but we just going over the general stuff we learned and yeah. 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 I think, I think for me, the biggest lesson was, um, allowing God to be God. I think somewhere along the way I started to, to believe that I could, uh, to, uh, to believe that I could be the Holy spirit for my husband, mm. that I could be God for my husband. Be my God. Um, and, and everybody kept saying, you know, you got to pray and uh, you got to you got to trust God. And I'm like, I do trust God. I trust that God gave me the brains to help him use his brain. And that's how it's going to work. Exactly. And then God being was a like a knucklehead, being a little butt white. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> but, I'm going to wipe my butt with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because now it's like you you really get to see the other person, like who God has created. I'm really getting to see who God has created my husband to be as I'm settling more into being a wife um, and not, not trying to be everything for him, but simply being a wife, being his wife and letting God be his God and, and looking at how much of a better teacher God is um, and just how God knows how to speak to him in ways that he can receive. And then as I watch God, you know, God is, God is showing me how to, speak to my husband in ways that he can receive because I think another thing in the beginning of our marriage I wanted my husband to love me like I love him I wanted his like I, I wanted his love language to be my love language I, and then I felt like our, our marriage wasn't gonna wasn't gonna make it because his love language was different than mine now I'm realizing it's beautiful that we both have different love languages it's beautiful that um we're, we're, we're completely different in a lot of ways, but we're also very similar. Um, and once we stopped, I would say stop working against each other because, um, I think that's what we were doing for a little bit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) once we, once we, once we put everything down, here's the thing. I think a lot of people in marriage, uh, this is what we had to learn we would get to a place so many times where we would uh, reconcile in our marriage. We would put the pitchforks down, put it, put the knives down, put everything crazy down and then go to each other and try to make everything right. But I think here and in, in, um, this last couple of months, we put everything down and we went to God mm. and he made everything right. Yeah. I mean, that's, 
But that's another thing I would say. The Bible speaks of being don't be unequally yoked with non-believers, right? Uh, that is just as important in your marriage, if not the most important thing. I'm telling you, the transformation that has happened in our marriage could not have happened if either one of us were not Christians. Um, yeah, that is, you can't point somebody to God if they don't believe in God. It don't matter. They don't believe in it, so they're not gonna listen to it. And the release that gives us is that we know that as each of us grow in Christ and get closer to him, it's going to improve the marriage. And it gives us a solace. Like she said, Christ is a much better teacher than her. So she can step back mm -hmm. and just watch, watch him work yeah. on me. When yeah. people say the Lord working on me, you're supposed to be able to see, you know, <laughs> some effects of that. <laughs> right. You know, this this. This process we like to call sanctification, right? That's the Lord working on you. At least it should be. So if the Lord is working on you, there should be positive effects in your life. And that's another thing I would say. Uh, be a believer, doer of the word. Like that's, you got to, you got to do it God's way. You're going to end up doing it his way sooner or later. I'm going to tell you that right now. Either you're going to knock each other's heads off <laughs> and what's going to happen is you guys will just die in your sin or y'all going to return to the father and let him guide both of y'all. Well, when I, I was just telling Takia this the other night, um, I think a lot of times we like to rebuke people in effort to get them to change their behavior directly from our rebuke instead of what she said. You can rebuke someone in effort to get them to go to God. I'm not going to, I'm not trying to get you to, I'm not trying to get you to change because I said it really. Um, uh, the goal should be pointing something out to point them towards God. Yeah. We always want to push people back to the gospel at the end of the day. They say marriage is ministry, but for some reason we don't minister to each other with the word of God. It seems like, or we don't try to really push each other to get better in Christ, not get better yeah. for me. Ooh. And that's something that's heavy, I think, that God really showed me as I was talking to another wife here recently is that in the beginning of our marriage, you know, I kept trying to get Ben to do what I wanted him to do. And and then I'm praying. I'm like, God, I need you to fix this area on him because it ain't right. And I know you see it. And I and I know you feel my pain. And and now that I'm looking back, it's like God was I was I was saying, God, you're not answering because you're not fixing the area in him. And now that I'm looking back, it's like God was saying you were praying about what he said, a behavior change, but I was trying to win his heart. And once I get, so here's the thing, you're praying about a behavior change in your spouse, always be praying for God to get the other person's heart and keep the other person's heart. Because if God has their heart, there's nothing he can't say to them. There's nothing that can't be done. Whereas if you're just praying for a behavior change, that behavior will change and then it'll change back. Exactly. But if he has, if if your spouse has the heart of God, if you, in, when I say the heart of God, if your spouse is chasing after God, to be clear, because I think people say that and it just be a bunch of baloney. But um, when when your when your spouse is in right relationship with God, and that doesn't mean they'll be free of sin, because like we said, it's a sin problem. As a spouse, we have to learn how to partner with God and not work against God. We go to God pushing our agenda. God, I need you to 
uh, just just to throw something out there. God, teach him to take out the trash. I'm tired of waking up and the trash is blah, blah, blah. It's, just, it's all everywhere and all this other stuff. And God is like, I, I can get, I can teach him how to tra- take out the trash, but I'm trying to get something bigger done here. I'm trying to accomplish something bigger. You're focused on your relationship with your spouse, which is, uh, it's, it, it's fleeting, you know, till death do us part. I'm focused on his eternal relationship with me. So we can work this, we can do this thing together where you praying for him and I'm working and changing and talking and speaking or, and I think this is the place where a lot of marriages get stuck because we're trying to push our agenda on the other person. Well, she don't cook when I tell her to cook. She putting the frozen pizzas on the, on the plate for dinner. And God, you need to change her and you need to. It's not delivery, to, it's DiGiorno. <laughs> you, you need to make her the wife that I pray for. And, you know, I, I think that was my thing, too, for a while. It's like, God, look, you need to make him into the man that, you know, that I prayed for. And, and, and I couldn't see that he was exactly what God knew I needed because I was trying to push my agenda. Here's the thing. We only understand in part. So sometimes even the things we think we need, we don't need. It's coming from because, like Ben said, it's a sin problem. It's coming from place more than likely. For some of us, this isn't everybody's story. It's coming from a place of an unfulfilled desire that only God can meet anyway. Mm. But so once you put God where he's supposed to be, it's like, yo, now that that we you can tell, like if you were to come into our house it's now, it's like, yo, we just we, we really spend the days trying to outdo each other. And it's not like a like I know some people will probably be like, oh, that's the devil. You're not supposed to be doing that to each other. It's not a competition. No, it's it's love. It's like we're, you're, I'm always looking at the other person like, what can I do to serve you today? What can I do to make this easier, this this an easier day for you? And that is literally how our, how our household is now. And that create that leaves the room for a lot of laughter. That leaves the room for... Um, less of a demand, less of a struggle, less, you don't feel like you're alone anymore. It's like the marriage is actually doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah. And, and trust me, don't even, don't get it twisted. We still have these hard conversations. Oh yeah. Um, these hard conversations are much easier to have now though. When we have the proper perspective on things, then we got Christ in the middle of the relationship. Um, is there's a lot more introspection going on and a lot more apologizing going on rather than finger pointing going on. Yeah. And I think that is very helpful to the relationship also. I mean, we can get closer after talking about the hurt and pain that we've done to each other. Um, I think a lot of the conversations that we've had recently where we talked about the bad things that we've done to each other <laughs> ended very well. Yeah. On a good note. Yeah. Because we respond to each other much more appropriately now. Yeah. Than we used to. Uh, it's just amazing watching the the work that God has done in us. I like to paint a picture for you, uh, especially when we look at our faith. Um, in the Old Testament, the law was given. Now, of course, God already knew that man could not fulfill the law. But for the for the purposes of the illustration, let's say man could fulfill the law. This is the situation that we have when it comes to preaching, trying to get the other person to see the gospel, putting people towards the gospel. Because ultimately, in the Old Testament, it was the law. You work your way to salvation. It was all you. It was about a behavior change. 
Now, when it comes to the New Testament or under the New Covenant, the gospel is about a heart change. Now, is, is God loving you and providing you a free gift? And through from from that free gift should emanate your grit, your um, your thankfulness, and that will change your behavior. See, it was works and then salvation. Now it's salvation first. And from the joy that the Lord has placed in me and the hope that he has placed in me through salvation, I now want to work that much harder. So that is why I will tell people you got to really push the gospel to your spouse in times of trouble, because that is ultimately what changes someone. We're no longer trying to change specific behaviors. We're trying to change the person. The work of Jesus Christ is not to get you to not work on the Sabbath, is not to get you to just um, serve your wife better. It's not to get you some lifelong principles that make your life better. Mm -hmm. That work on the cross was a saving work to change your heart, to get you to actually change as a person, to change your nature. Yeah. We're not talking about specific behaviors. And that's, and, and here's the thing um, for those I just put this little plug in here. It might be a little prideful, but for those who were worried about us, this is that that's where we are literally at a place where this marriage has ministered the gospel to us again. This marriage has, has put us both in a place where we both had to go back to the altar. Not a fit, not, not literally, but um, go back to the altar and give our hearts back to God. And here's the thing. I think we we got to a place where we realized, you know, we've been trying to do it on our own. If we wanted this thing to work, we had to have God. We had to um, we had to surrender. We had to let our will go. We had to let um, our objectives go. We had to let everything go and let God be God. And so our marriage, um, as as we do this ministry through the podcast, our marriage first ministers to us. These conversations that we have on the podcast are conversations that are going on daily in our house. We are constantly challenging each other to grow in God. That's it. Constantly challenging each other to grow in God, not to be better husbands and wives. Right. We're not, we're trying to get each other to be better Christians because a good Christian is a good husband. Right. A good Christian is a good wife. A good Christian is a good member of society. If Jesus was married, he would have been the best husband ever. <laughs> like, think about it like that. If Jesus was a female, she would have been the best wife ever. All right. And and, it, and it's because of um, his relationship with God that he would have been the best. And it's the same for us. Our relationship with God, um, our prayers privately and the ones that we do together. I think one of the things that, that we both realized too at this point is that marriage, our marriage is something we work on daily. It's not something we can just, you know, kind of 
let fly by the wayside. It's not something that romance can uh, carry carry us through. It's something that that we really have to continuously look at um, through the eyes of Christ and be challenged every day. Because I think every day we're looking at somewhere it's like, yo, I could do that better. Like God, God has really pricked my heart in this area, and and we're seeing as we're changing, uh, it, it's only making us better ministers. It's it's only equipping us to go out into the world and be better individuals. And and um, it's it's really just the story of Jesus. That's all it really is. At the end of the day, it's, it's the story that God was was uh, using the whole Bible to illustrate that that sin came into the world and I loved you so much that I went after you with everything in me. I solved the problem. It's it's already been solved. All I need you to do is just come to me. All I need you to do is just continue to seek me, continue to, even when you're lost and you feel like, uh, like this time I really, really messed it up. Ain't nothing I can do. And God is like, you're right. There is nothing you can do to separate me from your love. From, from, yeah, from my love for you. There's, there's nothing you can do to separate me from that. So, uh, that's, that's where we are. Yeah, man. It's ultimately, that's what our marriage points to is the gospel points to the saving work of Jesus Christ. The love of God is so powerful that it makes you want to change. The hope that lies within a true believer is the reason why they do what they do. That love for Christ who saved us, who came into the world. He who knew no sin became sin. That person, the person who drinketh of the cup, the wrath of God. Ultimately, that's what it comes down to. Only... Because I know what Jesus did for me, I extend that amount of grace as much as I can to my spouse. I try to be the best person I can and follow the tenets of the faith and the teachings of Jesus to the best of my ability. Because of what he did for me, that relationship with God is the ultimate foundation for everything that we do as Christians and the lives we live. At least it should be. If that's not, then you need to reevaluate your relationship. Yeah. Uh, that's that's what I could, that's really what I would tell people, man. That's the most important thing, man. That relationship with God. Read your word, meditate on the word, believe your word, and do your word. Yeah. That's what it come down to. And you gotta have a you gotta really you gotta really believe what's on that paper, man. You gotta really you gotta really believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. You gotta really believe that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Spirit are truly the God of the Bible. They are truly the head of your life. And they guide your footsteps. Not your spouse. Not your spouse. <laughs> they are the reasons you do what you do. And that's, I mean, that's the biggest takeaway that I could tell you, like, Without that, nothing else matters. No. I can tell you every change that you make without it actually being a true heart change because the gospel convicted you. Ooh. 
The Bible should convict you when you read it. Convict you to make a change. I think of, I think of the grace of God that brings me to my knees. Makes me thankful. And I want to extend that grace as best to my to the best of my ability and the best of the ability that God has given me to my neighbors, to my spouse, to the people I love. That's ultimately what drives me now. Nothing else. It can't be anything else. And that's what drives the key also. So that's why I believe that's, that's why I know we're in the position we're in now. Not that it's perfect, but boy. It is progressing. Mm-hmm. Listen, we came a mighty long way. A mighty long way. I don't <laughs> feel no no ways tied. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> what is it? Is it? I came too long. No, oh, I come too far. I come too far from where I started from. Help him, Lord. Is it? It ain't easy. Nobody told me. Nobody told me. <laughs> the road. The road. Would be easy. Would be easy. But I don't. Believe. Believe. He brought me this far to leave me. There you go. I don't oh, believe. No. Okay. So. I don't believe. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think it, um, back, back to the point of we definitely have come a mighty long way. And it is only God that uh, could have taught us the things that he's taught us. Like we we can say that we were privileged enough to have some of these things being told to us from the very day that we got married. However, uh, the way that me and Ben are similar I would say is that we are both very committed to whatever it is we believe to be true. And I think at the beginning of our marriage, we believed a lot of stuff to be true that just simply was not true. So while we were privileged to have all these people speaking wisdom to us, we both were like, bump you and your wisdom. I got it. Yeah. (laughs) Little knuckleheads. (laughs) And that's the thing, like But God Right. As much as we are different, we are definitely similar. Um, and I think that's the beauty of um because I think I'll just ask I've asked God before, you know, why in the world did you put us together? And um the crazy thing is I grew up in church and all that other all that other stuff, but I was telling Ben today, nobody I'm not gonna say nobody. I'd say at this point in my life, he is the main person that challenges me to get back to the gospel, to get back to even the Bible. Like, what what does it really mean? What is it saying? What is the story that God is trying to tell? Not the story that people have told you through religion and through traditions and through, you know, all them services. We all falling all out and running all around church. Now, I'm not knocking that because when church opened back up. I'm going to be running around it. I'm going to be in there. I'm not <laughs> running around, but I'm going to be in there making right. sure to pass the teaching right now. Let me start. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. So, um, but really just let's get back to the story. Let's, let's, let's get back to the grace. Let's get back to the forgiveness and let's acknowledge uh, that we need God. Let's get back to the gospel. 
let's let's get back. So that's that's what our marriage has done. Literally for both of us, uh, it got us back to the gospel. And now it is, I'm not going to say the enemy can't uh, do what he did before. Because, you know, we all have our off days. But I will say, I, 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 I think he knows that he's no longer welcome here. At least not for long periods of time. I'll put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> like he used to live here. <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's like he might have a couple visits in a week. But we got our defense mechanisms up, so right. don't worry. We still we still humans and we still struggle. Yeah, that's that's the point I was trying to make. We still be, you know, we're not saying all this because we perfect by no means. But we are saying all this because our hearts have been changed. So we always come back. We always come back. Yeah. Literally. Ooh, what do we now? <laughs> Lord Jesus. It's crazy how you can um I think we can both honestly say we have hurt each other to our core. Um, the other person, hurt the other person to our core. Uh, but to sit here um, literally hours from our second anniversary and just be, uh, just love one another. And and not, I'm not looking at him like, I know, I remember what you did. <laughs> and I'm and not I, looking at her like, <laughs> I remember what you did. Right. I'm never going to forget. <laughs> right. He's <laughs> literally looking at each other like, yo, this is, this is the person I love. I'm, I, I look at the kid like, man, God is good. <laughs> All the time. God is good. See, you, you, you messed, I messed it up. I you think I did. Did you? Like, what did you say? I said God is good all the time. No, you're supposed to say God is good all the time, and then, and I say all the time, and then you say all the time, and then I say uh, God is good. So okay. you messed it up because right. you tried to take right. two parts. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, I'll accept that. Mm-hmm. See, I'm, I'm glad you will. I mean, it's the truth. I don't think. All right, see, you <laughs> putting on the bad example for the folks, man. <laughs> you gotta come on now. We trying to. No, that's that's literally our relationship. So. That that's, well, I tell you, that's the truth right there. It's all good. All right, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, folks, man, get back to the gospel, get back to the saving work of Jesus Christ. We are all sinners in need of a savior. Yes, and we all need the Bible daily. We all need God daily. Um, that's and that's and that's what I'm gonna leave it on. I'm not gonna add nothing. No need. Not gonna put my two sins in there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna let God. Speak for himself. Mm-hmm. Go read the word. Get in the Bible. I got any closing thoughts? Nope. All right, folks. With that. Yeah, we about to celebrate some more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the night before our anniversary. So we're going to celebrate tonight, tomorrow night. We celebrated last night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're going to celebrate Sunday. So with that said, this was the Atkins Family Podcast. I am your host, Benjamin Atkins, and I was accompanied by my lovely wife, Takia Atkins. And we'll see you next time, folks. Thanks for listening.